0: hello how you doing this is your host tay on uh part three of ministry versus ministry and this is the podcast the podcast keep it real a podcast for someone who' been in your shoes who uh know how you feel and who probably haven't been in your shoes and don't know how you feel but you know given you know just sharing from my perspective you know on uh ministry and ministry you know basically means how we think we doing ministry but we really doing ministry that we taking god's glory and we doing it our way and not God's way, you know. Anything that's not our way and it's God's way—that's ministry, bro. <laughs> ain't, ain't, ain't no, ain't, ain't no, ain't right way. It's just God's way. Like, 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 that's a, I'm my getting like certain pointers on how to do ministry. Because, uh, like, it's, man, I mean, it's how God uses you, man. I don't know. I can't speak on every way how God uses man. Like, bro, God is creative. God is too creative, man. I, I can't just tell you a proper way how to do ministry. Besides. Following Jesus and obeying His word and reading His word and staying connected, but you know, but today we're really talking about ministry, and we're gonna be talking about from the perspective of the member now. At first, I gave kind of like from a leader perspective, but we're gonna talk about from a perspective of a uh, a member, the person who's broken, the person who's the man pleaser, the person who's seeking all this stuff from man and not knowing what we're doing sometimes deceive you know that person the person who just oblivious to everything and you just want to feel good about yourself and feel you know better than your mistakes or what you shame of or your past or what you've been through in your, your household or the abuse or the addict or I mean whatever your situation is you just want to feel better about yourself that's the reality let's keep honest. this and you got something to gain yourself. That's I mean, you got a lot to gain. Anything, that look, anything that's better than what you see in the mirror is gained to you. You would do anything to make yourself look better than you are than how you look yourself in the mirror. But I got a scripture for you. Galatians 1.10 For am I now seeking the favor of man or of God? Or am I striving to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a bond servant in Christ. So check this out. You are a Christian. Let's get that out of the point. Like I said, same thing to the leaders. I said in the last podcast, they are Christians. You know, now, to, to the world, like, how can you be a Christian? You doing all this? I'm like, well, you're a believer. You just, ain't, you just ain't got it right. You know, you're you immature. You got certain things that ain't so right. And we, and we all do. We all believe. We all fall short of the glory of God. Some shorter than others. But to the man pleaser, you are a believer. And you do love Christ. But something went wrong, of course. Go back. Let's let's take it back. As I was saying in the first introduction on the first one, I gave some uh, stories, you know, from myself. But I don't mind diving more into it, so you kind of like see from 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 my life, how I felt, or what made me become a man pleaser, you know, or a slave to man, you know. Kind of give more in depth, so you can feel me, you know. Cause you know, one thing I know about people is I like to keep it real. I like to be transparent. And the best person to, to you know to you know hear from is from personal experiences. That's 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 how I get down. I like I already hear from my personal experience. I don't like to say stuff I don't know. It sucks, bro. And you know, it's kind of like a false prophet. But anyway, uh, you know. But uh, you know, even you know, I mean, somewhat. But uh, all oh, liar. But like I was saying earlier, in the, in the first uh, podcast, the intro, which is just an introduction. That's not it. But uh. I didn't just come on man pleaser overnight, you know. And my stepfather, who was my younger sister's uh, father, was basically that was my dad, you know. But I knew he wasn't my biological father, you know. But he was my dad, and he still is my dad, you know. He did, you know. I mean, he ain't perfect, but you know, he was he was my father, you know. But it did something to me because at the end of the day, I knew. I never met my father before, you know, before I knew, found the truth a couple years ago, but, and I I felt like an orphan, man. I felt like, a, I was a bastard child. It's like, you know, it's like, man, like the feeling of that is is terrible, man. It's like, I needed a father. And then when I was like 16, you know, I forgave my stepfather, but you know, he got, you know, he got caught up in some stuff and he and him had to go, go away for a while, you know, to the pen. And, uh, and, and, and it hurt because the, the father that I had since I was a little kid, well, since I was, like, probably, like, I think, like, four or five, I believe, is gone now. So it's, like, I never knew my real father, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, he, he was in prison. Now my stepfather, who's, you know, I consider my father, now he's in prison. And now I'm 16 years old. I'm coming to it like a man, you know, and... A lot of y'all don't know is kind of like to give y'all a background of like my man-pleasing where it started. It's because I always look forward to like, I always seem like my older brother and sister when they be, kind of like got towards their teenage years, 16, 17, they was taught how to drive, they taught how to do taxes. You know, they was, they was very supportive. They, they both got cars, man. All of this stuff, man. You know, it seemed like, you know, so when I finally got 16, it seemed like when it was finally my turn, it's like, you know I kind of I lost everything During that time You know I went through a, a very tough time When my dad went to prison You know We lost You know The homes The house And it was just bad man That was the worst time of my life It's like And I felt I was hurt Because it seemed like When it got to my time You know When it got to, You know I, I I I didn't have nothing Again I didn't have no father You know I didn't have nothing man And And I had nobody teach me how to drive. I had nobody teach me how to do taxes. And I had nobody, you know, teach, teach me some stuff of manhood and nothing. I, I lost everything at 16. Literally. That's why I feel I lost everything, you know. For a period of time, I lost my mom. You know, my brother and sisters, I went with them, you know. I kind of went to stay with my granny, you know. But, you know, it was it was tough, man. You know, cuz it's like I I wanted a father. Like I lost my father twice in my life. That's what I felt like. I'm like, man, you know, I ain't so I turned in uh the first activity of man pleasing is I got into a gang. You know, because I, I wanted I wanted to you know, I wanted ro I needed man in my life. I was lacking some type of, you know, identity. You know, and that's where it started. I got into the gang you know, got you know, you know, I started banging with the bloods. And, you know, it was, that was, that was something. That was for the first time in my life I felt valuable. I felt ready or something, you know. And I realized that if I continue doing certain stuff, I get noticed more. You know, people start, you know, hanging me, wanting me to come around and picking me up. So I had to, I had to do some things that I regret. But at the same time, big homies or older, 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 uh, bloods used to pick me up and, You know, I'm like, yo, come, 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 come on me. Come smoke. Yo, go. Yo, let's ride. Like, yo, I felt special, man. I'm like, all I got to do is keep hurting people. And I get this. And not only I get that, but I get a name. I get rank. You know, I get accepted. I get a family. I get men. I get older men in my life. I get people to, 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 to fear me too. I get everything. I'm like, oh man, this is, this is what it is. You know? I'm like, man, like I get the now I got basically all I gotta do is please these people, hurt these people, do what I gotta do, and I get all I ever wanted, man, that I could that I wanted from my father. From people that's my age or a few years older than me. Then of course I realized that, you know, I believe God knew I was gonna be able, I, I, I guess, you know, God knew I was his. So he uh he put some stuff in my heart and realized, you know, what I was doing right, you know. I realized I wasn't built for that, man. I was doing too much i i was making myself that i that that wasn't me you know that just wasn't me man i'm a believer I, i'm i'm i love man i care you know i i'm very compassionate you know i i i love people man, i love helping people. You know, I, I love speaking life into people. I don't like hurting people, man. I realized that in my gang life that I found out yeah, I found that, that I found that I wasn't about that life when we had to beat up somebody badly. That was one of us because he did something that wasn't in the rules, and we all his own bloods had to beat him up. It's called, you know, violation From that day forward, I realized uh, No, I'm not built for this, I can't do that And then we said we love him after that, that's not love But anyway, that was the first time uh, Kind of like the first thing of my man place that I noticed In my gang life because of the lack of Fatherhood and all that stuff And then, you know, I started noticing That um, Starting from the ground up I was saying in the first introduction That, you know, I wasn't, you know, as Accepted like that you know, when I first got down here, you know, like I was—I was at a—I went to a Bible school full of superheroes, super Christians. I'm like these the most northern people I met in my life, and to this day, I love them so much. They're my brother and sister to the death, in life, whatever. And I realized, like, man, like I ain't that—I need to get my anointing game up. <laughs> but you know, I realized, you know, from a member standpoint, you know, I was coming broken. Like I said, I just my life to christ for real you know not like probably like a year and a half ago and i have a lot of issues a lot of father issues a lot of you know i've been homeless i've been broken I, you know my mother had issues with you know at that time before you know but i love my mother i forgave my mother for you know what all she done she's the most awesomest person in the world and i got the best relationship with her today thank you mother i love you how the you know how issues with my, my father my biological father before i found out that, you know the truth you know, because I feel like he was absent my whole life. He rejected me. My stepfather, for leaving me, when I was 16, when I needed him. You know, I mean, I, had, I had issues everywhere, man. You know, identity issues. I had so had had so many issues. feel so like I, you don't want to be the only person with issues in church. That's what it feel like. It's like before I have the, the wisdom and the maturity to understand that we all go through stuff, sometimes it seems like it's just you in church. So it's like you don't want to get to the point where it's like, Dang, is it just me? Like I, I don't want to just be all focused on me, you know. Like, like I'm just a heathen of the bunch, you know. Like I want to be seen. I want to be loved, you know. I want I, I, I want I want I want somebody to petition to me, you know. And uh, and sometimes you know you do things the wrong way, and next thing you know, you know you do doing things that's not quote unquote the right way for you. It's like you jumping ahead. You trying to skip some steps. You trying to Jump all the way to what you need. It's like instead of taking the process to take it easy, to learn, to grow, to learn how to heal, to learn how to be vulnerable, to learn how to really just go through a process. You don't need to jump into a minute. You don't need to jump into whatever you need to jump into. It's like you just need to just get loved on by God. You know. It, and the wisest thing you know that I kind of did to a degree is, you know, I, you know I found people who was like me you know which made things a lot easier so it's like you know like my brothers who i was staying with feel like they made things so much easier for me because it's like i saw them for who they really are and where they were and it made me feel like you know i wasn't alone in the area because you know we all go through the same things and i feel like it's very important for people who have these, you know, as believers first starting off who have issues is it's good to find people who, you know, who got the same issues as you some sometimes. Not every time. But like to make you feel like, you know, okay, I'm not the only one. But because I have some issues that, you know, even though they have some issues, they was a lot more way more noisy than me and all that stuff. But it's still it's like I kinda wanted to, you know, I want, I want it to be, you know, loved and accepted. And sometimes that blinds you. It feels good to be accepted, especially for who you truly are. Most people get accepted for who people think they are. You know, it's like, you know, you try to make up something and, you know, you go down a whole path. And one thing I would say to the man-pleasing people out there is like, look, man, I'm going tell you right now. I'd rather you just flat out be who you truly are and, and find real friends, find probably one friend that's cool. Then you go out here and make all of these Christian friends, and they find that one day you slip up. I'm like, "Yo, who the heck is this dude?" Oh man, it's tight. No, that ain't tight. Who, who, I don't know who you've been lying to. But anyway, let's go back to what I was talking about to the man pleasing. But it's very important to learn uh, this this thing that I learned. And so let me get into it real quick, cause I want to. You know, I like to just go on the, on the world pool. But anyway. So, I got to a point where I start seeing other people do certain stuff. And I noticed that what they're doing, they're getting noticed. I'm like, oh, that's, that's, and watch what I mean when I say that. Sometimes you do what you see. And if it, and it's just successful to you, and you see it's a, it can, it can be a personal gain to you, you kind of can get yourself on a on man pleasing stage. Sometimes you might not be a man pleaser starting off. But it's like you can get there because it's kind of like certain things that you stand on, certain things that, that make you who you truly are. You will lay down just to be seen and just to be quote unquote beat be for the in crowd just to get, you know, it's kind of like, please, man. And you lose sight of yourself. And it sucks because at the end of the day, the person you heard more is to yourself could you just delaying who you truly are. And God, and God made you, God, what made you fearfully and wonderfully, man, like, dude, God, who you truly are, honestly, and this is a lot of mistake a lot of Christians make, especially young Christians, immature Christians, sometimes because you come into a, a place where it's already been established, and you like the new person, like new person in school. And you just join anything, any club, anything to kind of like you know feel like like something. And the reality is, you are something, but you don't feel like you are something. Why? Because you feel like less. Why you feel like you are less? Because of what went down in your past, or who you were in your past. You probably, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I was, I was a thug gang member. You know, I've been, I've done some stuff that I was ashamed of. You know, I wanted, you know, I wanted, I wanted to be somebody that people can, you know, that that people can talk good of. You know, like, kind of like, because like, people my whole life said bad things about me, even from my church growing up when I was a kid. It's Like, one of the things that hurt me the most that really made me want to uh, man-please so people can kind of, like, say good things about me is because when I was, like, in, like, a youth, you know, youth at my church, like, nobody never liked me, man. Nobody never... I ain't really have, like, friends. Like, that. my cousin, Mike. You know, but it's like... Nobody, nobody didn't. People wasn't nice to me because they look at my outward appearance, man. Because I wasn't always smiling, and I wasn't just the most, you know, receptive person. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I was, I mean, I just, I don't have that. When you see me, I'm not the person that make you want to, you know, hug me. I don't know. I, you know, I'm just. I, I don't smile. Doesn't mean I'm mad. I just, I ain't just smiling all day long. You know, like they kicked me out of church, and i mean, like. Out of children lock-ins, and what hurt the most is they didn't allow me to help with children's church. You know and that hurting me. I'm like, dude, I, I they didn't even know I like kids. You know, I was a little older, but I like hanging out with kids, man. You know, they cool. They didn't even let me do that because of my hour prints prince. Because I wasn't, you know, I didn't look the part like everybody else. And that always stuck with me, you know. And then on top of my father's situation, and so it's like, you know, when I got into ministry as older, as like a a young, like a, a young, young adult, you know, it's like I'm like, man, I wanted to uh show myself a little bit, but at the same time, I like man, I was, I was I was still a gangster, kind of still, you know, I wore all black and all that stuff, and people didn't really like me. So I started realizing like, dang, you know, like my first couple of years down here, it's like nobody likes me. Like nobody want to approach me. Nobody, you know, maybe because how I look, and the people tell you, yeah, tell you, you never smile. You always wear black in your hoodie. I'm like, well, I'm from, I'm from, I'm from the hood. That's my, that's my outfit. But I realized that started affecting me because I wasn't getting love. I wasn't getting, I wasn't. Nobody wanted to holler at me, talk to me. You know, except Antoine? <laughs> you know, and that's my guy. You know, even though we went through what we went through, I still love him, man. You know, but. You know, and he's in my heart, man. If he ever need anything, I got him, man. You know, it's real friendship. But anyway, you know, so, I mean, so I had to literally tell myself, like, I had to make myself and be like, look, man, tell you, if you want to be accepted, you know, if 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 you want to be loved, you know, if you want to be invited out to kickbacks or be invited out to trade events with certain people, go out to certain people, you might have to, uh, Basically I had the man please You know And this goes always back to how I felt You know And it sucked And I did And I, and I, and I was doing that just to be You know liked and stuff Invited out Then I started doing that for other stuff man For other reasons Cause like, like you man please for one For one like route And then you end up going down other routes And you man please for that Now you man pleasing for this Now you man pleasing for that Now you just a man pleaser bruh I'm like to the point where I lost sight of myself. I ain't know who I was. I'm like, dang, what am I, bro? I ain't know who I was. in crazy to get out to the point where, man, I'm man pleased so good. Man, I was man pleasing and taking other people's stuff. <laughs> it's like no longer the call of my life. I want yours. <laughs> I don't know, bro. It's like, man, it's like you become so, something you you not, and now you everything else, but you who what you truly are. You other people's stuff. You know, and you, and you would do everything you can to be the, I mean, like, it's just so much, and it, all this comes from not being a father in my life, not having both my, both my fathers leaving me, no one's giving me identity, no one's speaking life with me, you know, and this is from, you know, me being a member, man, like, it's like, like, Lily, man, hurt can make you do so much, it drove me. To find identity and other stuff. It drove me not to find myself, but find something else that's better. That seemed like it, it can be better. That's they 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 won't be like an orphan kid. Cause I always kill myself an orphan. You know, until I got older I realized that wasn't that wasn't cool. Cause I got man I came down here, I realized everybody had parents. I'm I'm like, man, I started realizing I'm losing. <laughs> that's what I realized I was losing in life. I was like, man, why can't sound like I'm the only one from the hood, man? I'm only one from the projects. I'm only one in gang life. i only one been around guns and drugs, sold drugs, drug dealer. I mean, I'm It's cool when you hang it in the hood and you got the report, you know, like, yo, bro, you from the you from the block. Yeah, I'm from the block, man. Yeah, you, you sold that. Y'all sold that. Yeah, you popped that. Y'all popped that. But you around Christians. That ain't pleasing. <laughs> Talking about hurting people and guns and drugs and like, that ain't that ain't ideal conversation for a believer with, with one another. Like, it's about... You know, yeah, Jesus loves me For the Bible told me so Yeah, man, like, no, nah, it wasn't none of that So I realized, like, look, man, I gotta change But I didn't realize that was Well, now I realize But I didn't understand what God was doing And that I needed to be that way Because certain people I needed to reach But I didn't understand that Then I, I was just trying to perfect myself try to do everything I can to be a Part of the in crowd and it, it, I lost track. I lost track of myself, and had me doing things that I I don't, I don't agree with. I'm talking about I'm man pleasing stuff, you know. And I don't want to say who or what, you know, because in the, the day it's not about what. It's just about just kind of like giving people out here who's doing these things kind of like give them understanding. Like it's some things that like it went against my character, man. Like I'm talking about, it's no longer man pleasing leaders anymore. No you man please normal Christians. Yo, your your problem is these start man pleasing. It's like it's like it's like man, it's like you man please everything. It, 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 it's not just one person. A man pleaser is a man pleaser. You ain't no, you know, just uh oh, I just do this one I hang out with this one. Nah, bruh. It's everything. It's, I don't know if it's a spirit or what, but the reality is like It takes you, it takes who you truly are It takes the essence of who you are It takes the special, that person who God created you to be It takes it away, man It's like, bruh, it's like it's not enough anymore It's not good enough It's like, bruh, it's like Because of the hurt and pain of your past It's like, bruh, it's like, man Like, why are you pleasing, man? Just for you to feel good about yourself And then you realize You know Who you truly are is special And you just kind of like just say, you know, forget it, man. It's not good enough. I want their identity. That's why you please them. Then you get into idolatry, like real idolatry. You know, like you're literally man pleasing someone who you want to be like in church. Who you want to be. So you find people who things that you desire. And that's when it gets dark and dangerous. Lord no Lord forbid, you know, you find somebody who's a great preacher, you all in their face. You would do all you can. You would do everything to hang, hang around them. You, you there all the time. You you clapping, you saying amen to everything they say. It's like, man, they 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 just become the God of your life. And what you don't understand is that's a man over there. I know I talked about last, you know, session about the leader standpoint from their standpoint, but it's like that's a man over there. But you don't see them as a man. You see them as a God. And that's where reality, and that's the truth. You see them as a God, the God of your life. And that's a problem, but you're hurt. And you're man-pleasing. You want to be like them. You want to do everything you can because you're not enough. You've got so much shame and so much brokenness. So you would do all you can to please them because it gets you close to something that you desire like, them, man, guess what, man? God gave them their own life, man. They, they special in their own type of way, man. And now you become a slave to them. Now you open your, your heart up. You give them your mind, your soul, and your emotions. And now they can use you.